has, in, it has been elevated to your higher consciousness. That's the purpose of it all, so that you know what God is saying in the midst of everything. We bless you and we honor you. She says, Gee, call on him, Jesus. Scales fall from your eyes so that you're able to see. Yes, worship, worship, worship. Bow down, bow down. Evangelist Thornton explaining that we bow down. <laughs> oh, God. Elevation is here. Yes. The opportunity, I say it like that, yes. to evolve, to develop, to grow, to know, to walk by faith what God has spoken and not by sight yes. according to your environment, according to your experiences, according to your family, according to TV society, according to what they have said regarding you, what they know about you, but what do you know about yourself? We bless God this morning. We give God praise, we give God glory. We worship him this morning with the fruit of our lips, why? because he have chosen us to be here. We're not here by accident. There is no should have been me, would have been me. If that was the case, it would be so. But we're here intentionally with a purpose in our heart, a reason to live. I said a reason to live. Hallelujah this morning. Give God some worship. Give God some praise with the reason to live. Woo! A reason. Proverbs chapter 2. Proverbs chapter 2. Verses 1 through 5, and then I'm skipping to verse 10 and 12. 10 to 12. Yeah. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1 through 5. And then in your own time, go back and read it. It's, it's, it's good reading, good reading. And, um, and then verse 10 through 12. Amen. Y'all, I only have y'all attention for so long, so I can't preach the whole thing, right? So I encourage you to go back and, and read in your time. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1 through 5, and verses 10 through 12. Verse 1 says, my son, this is Solomon talking. He's actually talking to his son. He said, my son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, and the reason for that, verse 2, so that thy incline thy ear. Come on, Deke. He talked about it this morning. If y'all missed it, Deke preached this morning at 930. Deacon Williams. So that thy incline thy ear unto what? Wisdom. And apply thine heart unto what? Understanding. Verse 3. Yea, so if you cry after knowledge, so yeah, he's saying yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go after, if you go after the knowledge and lift up thy voice of, uh, for understanding, if you go after the knowledge and then say Speak the knowledge that you have gone after, right, right? 
uh, 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 if, and, and if you seek her as silver, uh, it, it becomes important to you. <laughs> you. You go after it like you do money. You know how we, oh, I ain't missing my money at work. Now, that's important to me. But he says it, it, it wisdom should do the same thing that money does for you. As a matter of fact, you can't even buy wisdom. Money can't even buy it. But I know your mindset, so you're serious about your money. So if you go after your money, if you do the wisdom the same way you do, you are about your, about your cash and searches for her as treasure, make it important. Oh, that's treasure. That, that, that's something of value. Say then. Say then. You say then. Then. Y'all, y'all sleep. I said, you say then, because that's what the next verse said. Then shall thou understand the fear, the reverence, the worship, while we worship the Lord. And when we worship the Lord, that's why we should already come in here worshiping. Worship should be our life at home. Because when thy reverence, when you worship, when you fear, not scared of God, but when you are reverence and says, oh, you the man, you it, you everything. Without you, I'm nothing. When you do that and find the knowledge of God, verse 10 says, says this. When wisdom entered into thy heart and knowledge is pleasant to thy soul, verse 11, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee. And not only that, the purpose of it, verse 12, is to deliver thee. We're going to have a deliverance service this morning. And we're not pulling out any buckets. I'm not, I don't have any oil. I'm not going to push you down. I'm not going to slap you upside the head. But to the wisdom, yeah, when you, when you preserve thee, when you understand thee, you, the purpose of it is to deliver thee from the way of the evil man and from, that, and from the man that speaks far forward things. Our topic of conversation this morning, I messed up when I wore this jacket and I can't even take it off, but that's all right. I'm going to sweat through it. Our topic of conversation this morning is wisdom is your deliverance. I, I said wisdom is your deliverance. We search for it everywhere. <laughs> hey, if I start speaking about houses, cars, and land, y'all will get in line. That money that you work so hard for, you'll start writing out checks. Why? Because you believe my words. But Solomon is saying something different here. And, and, and money can't buy this. Wisdom is your deliverance. Let us pray. Hey, most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you. We honor you this morning. We lift you up. We give you glory. Why? Because we understand the importance of your presence. Hey, in the, in the midst of you, God, you deliver knowledge. You give us words. We understand who we are and we connect with the words. We understand that we are the words, that we are the logos. We are the Christ consciousness. And it dwells in this, in this body of ours, in this earth suit, God. So have your way in this place this morning. 
Speak a word of life this morning. Deliver your people this morning. We bless you and we honor you. Yeah. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Y'all ain't finna sit down on me today. You're not finna sit down on me today. Hey, you're not finna sit down on me today. Solomon, Solomon, you can sit down. I'm just saying don't sit down and go get quiet. Solomon here. Solomon, wisdom is your deliverance. I swear I messed up when I wore this jacket. <laughs> Woo, wisdom is your deliverance. Solomon here, the reason why, because Solomon says Solomon must be black, because Solomon, uh, 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 he started explaining some things to his son. And um, the reason why, because we, we, we had this grown folks mentality, is who, who are you? To come on here, Pruitt, Pruitt, preacher this morning. Who are you to tell me anything? So, so Solomon is saying this to his son. So I'm going to explain to you why Solomon is the go-to guy regarding wisdom. His name means whole. His name means entire. His name means complete integrity, soundness, peaceful. It's the state of mind that established in the consciousness when the soul is unified with wisdom and love. Y'all do know that's the reason why we get up and come here. It's because we're coming here for what? Discovery. And we have something on the inside of us. May not have connected with it yet, but I'm on my way somewhere. Y'all don't hear me this morning. So Solomon is the go-to person. In 2 Chronicles, verse 1, chapter 1, and verse 3, Solomon and the entire congregation uh, 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 people that he was going to lead. It was time for love and wisdom to rule and reign over the people. And so God, in, 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 the, in uh, the chapters before, what he did, he allowed Solomon, when Solomon, when it was his time to be king over the people, he allowed Solomon to look out and see the entire kingdom. Not only the entire kingdom, he allowed him to see the people that he was going to be governing, right? And so Solomon Solomon had enough sense. Y'all come on here. That's why Solomon is the man. He had enough sense to look out and say, oh my God, the thoughts that I have right now is not going to allow me to govern over the people the way they should. The thoughts that I have is not wisdom and love. So what Solomon did was he took, in 2 Chronicles, he took the whole, the entire congregation. In other words, he had nothing in him. He says, oh, no, you ain't going to trick me with this. I'm not going to declare and rule and govern this kingdom in my carnality. I see, I see what you have shown me. Oh, it's time for me to go get rid of some thoughts. That's wisdom. See, where we sit, where, why we stay on the hamster wheel? It's because we come in here and, and people prophesy and preach to us. And then we have this thought in our mind. And the first thought is not that I'm not in alignment with that thought. That don't mean that's not who I am, but let me go and sacrifice. And that's what Solomon did. He says, Solomon and all the congregation with him went to what? The high place that was at Gibeon for God's tent 
a meeting was there. And meet and Gibeon means the high point in spiritual consciousness. He, it means he went into the presence of God. He went back inside of himself and says, oh no, you're not finna trick me, carnality. I know I can't rule and reign over the people because the thoughts that I have are not wisdom and they are not love. But I'm getting ready to go trade off some stuff. So he went into the high place and in the high place there he offered what a thousand burnt offerings let me use what I know as a stepping fall stepping stone for my expansion he went there the thousand means independence it means new beginning it means infinite potential the energy represents by the number 1000 and it's an unlimited number one yeah. it's highly self-sufficient it's attuned to and effective at exploring new ideas, new avenues, and approaches to existing ideas. What are you saying? Solomon says, all right, I know I'm finna elevate. I know you have chosen. This is my purpose. So you know what? I got to go into your presence. Yeah. I've got to go into your presence so that I can't, can't, can't give a burnt offering. Yeah. He says, that right there, I understand my mindset. And this is the place where I'm finna give up to get. I'm finna give up to expand my consciousness. How many of our crazy selves that says, you've been told this is who you are. It's more on the inside of you. Do you know you can't go any further? Are you going to keep being on the hamster wheel and coming up with the same conclusions? Why? Because you're not going inside of yourself and giving God a burnt offering. He said they did a thousand. They, he says, oh, I sent something a little bit different. So I got to give up what they told me. I got to give up my experiences. I got to let go of these old ideas and mindsets. So why? So that I can step into 1,000. I can be self-sufficient. I can be one with God. I have new ideas, new revelation, new avenues, new approaches to life. And after that experience, the Bible says in verse 7, that night God appeared. I can't stay right there. How else is the light going to shine? You got to match it. You got to match what you think, what you have discovered, what you know who he say he is has to be matched with your words. Because why you are the God of what you're guarding. And so he comes out, so God comes to him in, in a place in his ignorance, but he had the experience with God. He appears to Solomon and says, ask whatever you want me to give you. And he did it where? At night. He says, Solomon says in verse 10, he says, listen, he had already seen the, the, the riches of the land. He had already, he understood the mass 
of people he was getting ready to follow. And he says, I'm not going to do it without you, God. He didn't say, give me land, give me money, give me this, give me that. His answer was, give me wisdom and knowledge that I may lead this people for who is able to govern this great people of yours. And Solomon's answer is like, give me wisdom and give me knowledge that I may accomplish your will, my purpose for my life. In other words, use me, God, like never before, according to thine own will, thy knowledge that exists on the inside of me. If you perceive the mind of God and you come in alignment and oneness with it, you don't come out asking for anything else but what your listening mind have perceived. And our problem is, is we see it, we hear it, and we are constantly told we belong to God. The problem is that you don't believe it. You are not one with it. You don't come out saying it. And here's the thing. You, you hear what you hear, and then, and, 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 and then the outside of you, that become your voice. A prophetess Fleming and I was talking, and she said to me, she said, that that you desireth, you give voice to. And what I'm trying to tell you is this, is do you really desire this? Because if this was your desire, your words are gonna match that that you desire. What is it that you desire? Whatever you desire is what you will give a voice to. So verse 11, I'm going to get to the text. Solomon, God replied to Solomon because this is what? Your heart. This is the center of who you are. This is the will, your intellect, the knowledge that exists on the inside. And you did not ask for riches or possessions of honor and personal glory. You didn't ask to put yourself on the throne. You wanted your higher consciousness. You call for the higher consciousness that lives, dwells on the inside of this earth suit to come and rule and reign so that you can accomplish your purpose. He says, this heart language right here, this is how your heart speak right here. This, this is what your heart is saying right here. You didn't ask to be seen for personal glory. You didn't ask for, for the life of those who hate you. I, 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 when I saw that right there, I said, I'm going to go ahead and kill this sacred cow. Well, I'm, God, we are all God's children. And God is not getting nobody on your behalf or my behalf. We, how can he? How, that means he's, he's God, so discord among his children. Why? He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't get you or he didn't get me when I did it to somebody else. And God ain't finna get, we are, we are all anointed, appointed. We all have the capabilities to live from the Christ consciousness. So what I'm trying to tell you is God is not getting you. You're not that anointed that he gonna get somebody on your behalf. He says, you didn't ask for uh, the life of those who hate you. Oh, 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 my enemy. How, how y'all gonna be my enemy and we won? We in different phases of life, but we not enemies. We are sisters and brothers in the body of Christ, heirs of the throne of God, joint heirs with Christ. 
He says, you didn't, you didn't ask for long life, but you asked for wisdom and knowledge for yourself so that you may rule and administer justice to my people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge has been granted to you, but listen at this. Since you ask for wisdom and knowledge, all that hard work we do for money and possessions. And so if this is not uh, 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 your desire, wisdom and knowledge is not your desire, and what you and you pursue it, 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 it like it's value, he, you, then you just working. You just own a hamster wheel financially. But he told Solomon, because you asked for what you really needed, I'll give you the riches, the possessions, and honor, such as none of the kings who were, who were before you has possessed, nor will those come after you. So Solomon uh, uh, went from the high place of Gibeon, the place of sacrifice, right, we got to go and sacrifice our thinking, our thoughts. I, 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 when I know what I know and I understand that I'm not thinking, I'm in a, not in alignment, those are the things that I, the thoughts that I have to give up at that point. But yet we still have to fight within ourselves. So he went from, because of his answer, he went from the tent, right? from the tent meeting to Jerusalem. And from that point, he reigned over Israel, Gibeon, the high place, the place of sacrifice. And from that, because he sacrificed a thousand and he became oneness with his purpose and assignment with wisdom and knowledge, he went from tent, and this word in the Greek is skia, S-K-I-A. And y'all should remember that from Hebrews 10. When the, but when the writer of Hebrews said the Old Testament, the Old Covenant was a shadow, a skill of things to come, S-K-I-A. So he went from tent, from skia, meaning shade or shadow of the meeting with God to Jerusalem, meaning the image, God, the dwelling place. And the, from that place, he was able to rule and reign over Israel. Y'all don't hear me this morning. Don't go to sleep on me this morning. I said through his sacrifice, that means the giving up of the thoughts that does not align itself with the God, with the Christ consciousness on the inside of you. You got to give it up, but if you continue to live in that place, you are having a tent meeting with God. A shadow. Shade. Temporary. He says, but because Solomon gave it up, he went to indwelling. He went to image, and he reigned from that place. So why is Solomon the go-to guy on wisdom? Better start listening to somebody. So he tells his son this. He says, my son, if you will receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou, you doing it for a purpose. You're not coming here because you ain't got nothing else to do on a Sunday morning. If you will hear this rhema word that I am preaching to you, if you will receive it and then hide it, that means take it with you wherever you go because we can't see words, but we can see your, we can see what, we understand what comes out your mouth and what comes out your mouth is in alignment and attached to your heart. Y'all better do some heart checking this morning. Tell 
tell your neighbor to check your heart. Check your heart. Check your heart. Because what comes out your, what comes out your mouth is indirectly. It ain't the tongue. We say the tongue is the pink tornado. But the tongue is at the command of the ruler. The, 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 the little fan that's up under the boat. That, that when the commander, when the, when the captain of the ship says, I'm going to turn this, I'm going to turn this around. I'm going to go to the left, to the right, or forward. When, when, when he turned that wheel, that ruler, that little fan thing up under that start perpetuating, it start turning. And that little bitty thing say, we finna turn it. And what I'm saying to you that it is your word, it is the condition of your heart and the words that you are speaking that are giving direction to your life. And if you up there still saying you ain't nothing, you don't see any value in yourself, you don't understand who you are, it's determined by about how people treat you or don't treat you. Can I tell you today that you're going to be in trouble and you're going to be on the hamster wheel? You're going to be at the mercy of what everybody else say or think about you. And you're listening to that and you're like a ship that's being on toast to and fro on the water. With the inability to become stable, with the inability to become sound, you're all over the place. But I declare and decree this morning that it's going to be some people in this place that are going to start searching their heart. I'm going to stop looking at what you think about me. I'm going to stop looking at what mama said, what daddy said. I'm going to stop being a product of this community. I'm going to stop being a product of my environment. I'm getting ready to come out of where I was so that I can be, so that I can speak those things as though they are and align my heart. I said align my heart. I'm going to align my heart so that I can speak the words of my consciousness, so that I can speak the words of this Christ consciousness on the inside of me and give a new direction, new ideas, new insight, new revelation. You're getting ready to see deliverance. You're getting ready to see deliverance. Wisdom is my deliverance. Y'all don't hear me this morning. Give God some praise right there. Give God some glory right there. We owe it to you this morning, God. There's none like you, God. You love us past ourselves. Y'all don't hear me this morning. Hey, we love you, God, today. Yeah. He's due. He's old. And the, the reason why sometimes we come in here and we can't give it to him is because everybody and everything else have our hearts. And then when he began to squeeze on us and we began to see a little something that scared us. And then scared of fear coming in. Not fear as in scare, but reverence. Say, oh my God. Woo, I see this newness. And this is really me. I'm not finna compare to what I thought I knew about me. I'm gonna compare to it. There is no comparison. 
I was watching an episode of Good Times, and, and James, uh, uh, JJ, had got mad with Carl because of uh, 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 Michael. He had planned to take Michael to uh, uh, the father-son dinner, and uh, JJ didn't know that Michael had asked Carl to take, which was his, their mama, fiance, to the, to the uh, father and son um, uh, dinner, and so it really was a breakdown of communication. Right, and so at the end of the day, JJ got mad, and he stormed out, and he left over miscommunication. And so, so Florida began to be sweet on call and say, I need you to go talk to JJ. And he takes Carl had a shot where he fixed things. And Florida say, go talk to JJ, Carl. You can do it. You, you good at fixing things. He says, I have the parts to a vacuum cleaner. I have the parts to a TV. I can fix things. But can I tell you that JJ is an original? I don't have any parts to fix JJ. So what I'm telling you is this, is that you are an original. The only thing that's gonna fix you, I can't fix you. I, what's gonna fix you is the wisdom and knowledge that dwells on the inside of you. I'm not gonna pull out no buckets. I'm not finna grease you down with no oil. I'm not finna slap you upside the head. You have got to put the work in for yourselves. You are, you are an original. There are no parts for you. Oh yeah, I came here to preach this morning. I ain't slept all night long. That's all right, I'll sleep when it's over with. Because you are God's people. He chose me to lead you. And the only thing he told me is to tell you you got it. The only thing he told me to do is to tell you you are an original. To tell you you're going to have to fight with yourself for yourself that you're going to have to put the work in. And it's not based on your spouse. It's not based on your friends. It's not based on your job and how much money you have. It's based on the love that exists inside of you and the knowledge that goes with it. Y'all better give God some praise in this place today. Hey! Hey! Yeah! Yes! Yes! So if you would hear my words and saw what Solomon was saying to his son, that if you would receive what I'm saying to you and take this with you when you can't even say it for yourself right now, at this time, just repeat what I said. I am an original. I don't know nothing else. I know I am an original. Hear my words. Treasure my instructions. Accept, receive is parallel with stored up with treasure. Collect my counsel and guard them with your life. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wisdom can never benefit us if it's not received and treasured. The sole purpose of my words is to turn your focus or your mind on the word that you are. You are the word spoken over your life. Can you hear you? Can you hear your true self? I call it out this morning. I admit to stir up your souls this morning. Why? So that you can hear your true voice regarding your life. Give God some praise this morning.
that I'm all of that. Solomon say, it's not that I'm all of that. It's not about me. The reason why you're hearing my words, verse 2, is so that thine end, so that you, thou, you, incline thy ear, your listening mind, unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding. <laughs> wisdom is your deliverance this morning. The word incline means to influence, to, to, to influence one, to have or to take an attitude or viewpoint toward an action or belief. He says, I'm, you hear my words and you're taking my words as important. Why? So that you can influence your listening mind to wisdom. Why? Because we've been listening at a whole lot of other things regarding us. We get, we stuck. We can't even move forward. Why? Because something else, somebody else's voice has taken over our listening mind and I poured it up as treasure and I accept it as my truth. But Solomon say it is time that the people of God awaken to their true selves. And the reason why I'm telling you this, son, is so that you can influence your own, that, that uh, turn your listening mind to the wisdom that exists in you and apply it to their own heart. So that the words that you speak, the words that are coming out of my mouth, is from a pure place within me. There is no motives except for that is who I am. So that I can accomplish my assignment. The word ear here is a metaphor. It means the ability of perceiving with the mind. The ability of understanding and knowing the mind. And we understand wisdom. We're not talking about shade tree wisdom. Wisdom is the intu intuitive, um, intuitive knowing. It's the spiritual intuition. It's knowing the voice of God within as the source of my life. The source of my understanding. Meaning that it, it, it knows and comprehends the voice of God. God's intention with us is that you and I make his wisdom our own. That we make, see, see, I, I, I'm going to take that back right there. Because that means there's a separation between God and us. And the only separation between God and us is the illusion that we have on in our mind. That's the partition. Because one day we're going to realize that God and I are one. And there is no separation. So his intentions for us is for us to own the wisdom that we are, to own it, the wisdom and knowledge that we are. Wisdom is mind action based on the, on the, on the uh, Christ truth within us. My words are to influence you to believe within yourself the ability to know the wisdom that exists in you. And wisdom consists of judgment, discernment, and intuition. And, and we see these words floating around all the time. You hear people all the time always saying they're going to judge, they discern something about somebody else. Bad spirit. All right, I'm going to fix that. You bring me some water. I might need some water on this here, Rhonda. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So, so, we always saying we discern everybody else. Yeah. 
our thoughts is, our, is the world that we live in within us. We project it on other people. And we say it's other people's fault. When the truth of the matter is, I'm out of alignment. Ain't nothing wrong with you. I'm talking about when it comes to me. It, it, it's me. And then when it comes to you, it ain't me. You judging and discerning your own thoughts and you are projecting them. You remember when I said that, that uh, you an original? Lights, camera, action. You are the star of your own show. And so when I'm talking about wisdom, and wisdom consists of judgment and discernment and intuition, I'm not talking about on that, that's a carnality, carnal level to think like that. These words are good. They are vital for us. They are vital in our development and our growth. So judgment is saying wisdom here is, judgment is the ability to know the source of our thoughts who's speaking. Discernment is the ability to distinguish qualities or values to intelligently choose the desirable. And we will always choose what we desire. We will always give a voice to it. But Solomon's saying what I'm trying to tell you is a voice on the inside of you that's waiting to come out. And you, you got to be able to discern when mama done said it, oh, that's you, that's God. When the rape, the molestation done said it, the abuse done said it, society done said it, the teacher done said it, your friends done said it, your family done said it. Am I, and, and, and when we repeat it, when it comes out of our heart, out of our mouth, can I tell you that that is the condition of your heart? Yeah. I'm trying to help us this morning. Not condemn it. So, so, so when it come out your mouth and you actually catches it, then you can say, oh, I got to go back to the thought. The problem is with, the, with my thinking, who, who, who I have allowed to, to, to uh, uh, influence my listening mind. And so I, I got to, I gotta, okay, okay, that's mama I got to sacrifice. That's daddy that I got to sacrifice. Then my friends. The thoughts that I got to sacrifice in my head so that I can what? Know who's talking to me. So knowing who's talking to you is very important. Judgment. The next one is discernment. The, the ability is, is what is needed, necessary, what to look for, what, what I should do or should not do, and where I should go and, and should not go, what I should partake in. How many of us go inside of ourselves and, and, and we don't never check? I, I can, somebody can come to you and if they got the money with your, what you see with your natural eye looks good to you, you gonna go with it and then turn around and blame them when it fails. When you never checked, you never asked your higher consciousness, is, is this you? But can I tell you that when they show up, lights, camera, action, you don't call for them to be part partakers in your movie. So we gonna stop the blame game. We gonna stop saying, this, it's your fault. No, I'm getting ready to take 
responsibility for myself. Now that I fully understand, there's a voice that's on the inside of me. And JB, can I tell you that that voice is real, baby? That's you. That's your true self. And it's going to trump everything, every experience, every voice, everything that have been spoken over your little beautiful self. When I tell you you've been chosen by God and God has a plan for you, that's the reason why you had to go through. That's the reason why you had to move from one place to another so that you can be with her so that you can discover who you are. And I know your carnality and it looks bad on the outside because people tell you if that's the case then somebody ain't, ain't nothing or either you ain't this and you ain't that but can I tell you that you have misread God and his purpose for your life like most of us do? Why? Because we look at it with our two eyes. But when I tell you that voice that's calling you that's your true self and it's trying to awaken you with your pretty self and you are going to be awakened to your true self and you're going to have your own voice. Stop me when I'm lying. Am I lying? Am I lying? That's your connection to me. That's the reason why you love Auntie Donna like you do. It's to discover who you are, baby girl. And you on your way. And it's not determined about where you come from and what you had to experience. All that has a purpose that will be revealed. Don't let nobody tell you it's bad. It's going to hurt your feelings or break your heart. The spirit that's on the inside of us can never be broken. It can never come in pieces. It can never be hurt. It can never be stopped or harmed. Whew. Ain't nothing wrong with us. And we're going to stop letting people, despite who they are, come tell you anything else. It's your, your perception. What you think is who you are. Intuition. It's the inner knowing. The immediate apprehension of spiritual truth without resorting to intellectual means. It's the heart. It means the, intu the intuition is the voice without me going and checking with my experiences, with, my vo with the other voices that keep trying to govern my world and guide my ship. No! I'm getting ready to, to, to do heart surgery, to have an open heart surgery on myself. And if I need a triple bypass, here we go. And when I tell you that it, it, it might appear to hurt you, that going through yourself, through in your mind, is mentally draining. And I'm so glad that I have people around me that understand that, that God give them dreams to help encourage me and keep lifting me up to going through because you don't get to this place without the cross. And, and when I tell you that your voice and, and outside voices come try to tell you that it's everything but what it really is. So the wisdom of the heart, our inner knowing, our will, our mind, our consciousness, our emotions, and understanding. Wisdom is the driving force for or the reason behind my character, my decisions, my words, and deeds. Wisdom is the ability to use the knowledge of our heart. If we have the word in our, of God, the logos, the Christ consciousness in our heart, and we do, if we work from that place, from our heart, our heart goes 
goes with us in, in all things. And it should be our pleasure to do the will of our Heavenly Father because his law is in the heart. There is in us a knowing capacity that transcends and exceeds intellectual knowledge, book knowledge. Con oh, God gives me common sense. Yeah. It's the senses that's got you where you are. It is the direct fusion emerging of the mind of God with our mind. This is the real spiritual knowing. So my words to preach the rhema should cause you to make insight your priority so that you can incline, so that you can influence your listening mind, your ear, to listen to wisdom, the God within. How? By applying the heart to understanding. This statement implies effort. See, when you get hungry and thirsty... You're not a first and third partner Sunday. It's like, I don't care what's going on. <laughs> I'm going to church. You don't, unless you're at work, uh, you don't miss midweek motivation. And can I tell you that them doggone preachers on midweek motivation. If that don't motivation, motivate you, gas you up to get you to Sunday, you missing the whole point. So, so it, 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 wisdom implies effort. The, the word apply means to spread over, rub on, join, and attach to, right? So, so it says apply, apply thine heart to wisdom. It means to spread over, to rub on, to join, and attach to. Wisdom is the intuitive knowing, the spirit, spiritual intuition, the voice of God to your heart, meaning that you got to apply wisdom to your, you got to spread it on, you got to rub it on, you got to attach it to, you got to attach the voice to your heart. Allow the words, the logos, the Christ consciousness that you are be the voice of your heart with the understanding that heart is the seat in the center of, of human life. The heart is the center of the nature and it controls the intellect, emotions, and will. Understanding means you know and you comprehend the voice. So you incline your listening ear by applying your heart to understanding, you're hearing. That's that's the hit, the ear, the listening mind got you in this, and your mind is going to get you out. How my heart have been actively listening to the voice of my experiences, my environment, my religion, my family, and society, so that I have conformed and patterned myself after that. Faith comes by. And I believe my listening mind from my experiences, my environment, my religion, and society. And now it's time that I attach, that I apply wisdom, that I rub it on my heart, that I join it to the voice. How are you going to do this? Solomon says that when I saw what God, coming to a, a knowledge of what God had planned for my life, I understood that my thoughts that I had was not going to allow me to do what God says. So I what? I got to go in. I got to sacrifice 
my thoughts. My identity was established by the voice and what we can and cannot do. I created a life from these voices. But Paul says in Romans chapter 12, he says this, I can be transformed and progressively changed by the renewing of my mind. That means change here that I, I have the opportunity to mature spiritually by the renewing, by focusing my mind on my listening ear to the inner voice by joining my heart to it so that I may prove, may that I may confirm for myself, not nobody else, what the will of God is, his plan and his purpose for my life. You have listening to listen to whatever everybody else has had to say regarding you. And now that it's time that you save your own self, that you return yourself back to God. And I'm going to finish this next week because I know God keeps saying I have given y'all enough to meditate on right here. So I'm going to, I'm not finished. I'm going to finish this next week. So I'm going to stop and I'm going to work from this point right here. Wisdom is your deliverance and you have got to take the rhema word. You have got to hold on to it. First of all, you got to receive it. You, you're not going to hold on to what you don't receive. What the preacher, man, we had church today. What the preacher talked about, I don't know, but we huck a buck and we shouted. And, and we did, and the praise team sound good. Can I tell you that praise and worship is solely to get your mind into a place where you're ready to receive? And so what I am declaring to you today is this, is that wisdom is your deliverance. And you're going to have to do a heart, some surgery on your own heart. Why? Because if you start checking the words that are coming out your mouth, you're going to learn the condition of your heart and the discernment. Right? And the ability to judge your own thinking is not for somebody else. It's for us. Amen. That's your role map. Used in the right formula, that's how you grow. Well, I say stuff out loud. I'm not foolish enough to say it out loud in front of a lot of people. I say it to people that I know that's not busy bodies and have my best interest at heart. So they know Donna enough when she's talking to the left. Oh, no, Pastor Bryson. <laughs> no, the best is yet to come. But what I'm trying to tell you is, is this, you don't have to say it out loud, but stop internalizing yourself. When you keep stuff inside and you hide stuff and pretend, it's, it come, your, fa your face, your demeanor, your words really tell where you are. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just telling you. So you'll come and say one thing to me, I, I don't say nothing. And the whole while my spirit man is saying, this is really what's going on. Not for judgment or condemnation, for your growth, your development. So what I am telling you today, and we're going to pick this back up because I'm not through. I got 11 pages of notes. <laughs> I typed it out. I see in color. But I know you're a fool right now by what I've said. And I have, I have, uh, um, mature enough to know when I've met the point of God, not the point of Donna. So what I'm telling you is, we're going to pick this back up. 
But what I am telling you, the reason why you listen to Solomon and the reason why you listen to Donna, because Donna is going into the higher consciousness sacrificing so that she can become one. I'm the one blazing the trail. There is no path. I'm, I, and, and, I, and sometimes I, <laughs> I have to admit that I'd be like, why you told me to, to uh, carve out this road? Because I can do it. I need to keep checking with my higher consciousness. You have a voice on the inside of you. And throwing up in no bucket and me slapping oil on your head, that stuff is symbolic for the anointing oil. It's the anointing that you already are. You don't get it when I put it on you. It's to tell you you got it. You are an original. Ain't no 